0: Like I, I, didn't even realize it was like year five. But then we, I suppose two years of COVID as well. So sorry. Mm. So hanging around is not the work. <laughs> you weren't hanging around. You're working, was. right? You're working your ass off, right? Sorry, hanging, hanging around. probably yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah, hanging, <laughs> ha- hanging on to it maybe. Yeah.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Meow Meow Kids Nepal, your source of classic and original Nepali nursery rhymes, available now on YouTube and Spotify. Sandy Bry Photography, for your wedding and event photography and videography needs.
2: Hi everyone, welcome to Dalvat Power, your source of inspirational Nepali stories. And today we've got a special guest, We usually have a special guest, so uh, let's not beat around the
0: bush. I'm Andy. I am Sandy. Hi, I'm Lamira Thapa. Um, I'm the director of uh, Walks. Katie and Rock started. um, I don't know. I think uh, I was probably a teenager or something when I thought about like, yeah, I'm going to have a business of my sort someday. And then as it goes, uh, you know, you know, we had we had loads of friends. We, you know, I'm a very sociable person, and I used to love um, going out with friends. And and we went to all the parties and everything. And I thought like, you know, I've been a great customer be great behind the bar. (laughs) So, um, and then I thought, yeah, I'm going to do it now. Um, Like the opportunity presented itself. And so, yeah, I I just went for it, to be honest. Um, And that's where like KTM Rocks came along from. um, Because it was like Kathmandu Rocks was like a bit too much, like it's a mouthful, Mm -hmm. isn't it? So I just uh, thought um, KTM, obviously Kathmandu, and then ROX to just like, it was symmetry within when I, you know, when I looked at the name. Um, so yeah, and and obviously, um, I'm from Kathmandu, so,
2: um, so you acronymize the hell out of it. So KTM rocks. Okay. That's cool. All right. It's got a nice twang to it.
1: What would you say is, is unique or special to you compared to let's say your competitors
0: or what's around? I mean, to be honest, it's never been about uh, like, you know, being like a competitor or, you know, thinking along those lines or anything. For me, KTM Rocks has always been, you know, someplace I would like to go. So it's literally got all of my interests in the place. So unfortunately, okay. you're gonna, it's there. pushing, like all of the stuff that I like into it. So, you know, you know, it's a place to hang out. It's a, place to relax it's a place of good food it's a place to like you know chill in the garden play a few games with your friends like you know board games Jenga, whatever and and it sort of makes like a day-to-night transition where in, mm-hmm. then you know in, in the evenings and then you get live music and stuff yeah, like that yeah. so yeah it's it's just like a you come in and then just Disappear like <laughs> in, into this, like you yeah. know, black hole. Basically, in a, in a way, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But like you know, you just want to stay. There'll yeah. lo- there'll be loads of interesting things around that will make you sort of want to stay longer and longer. That. And and just, you know, chill basically. So it, it,
1: it's about the experience as well. That's what you're yeah, saying yeah, you know, people experience. are coming here for the mood, the yeah, feel, yeah. Yeah. the, the vibe, vibes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because we've noticed you've got a stage back here where you do a lot of live music as well, don't you?
0: Yeah, live music. And then it becomes like during the week because we don't have live music then to, um, you know, one of our staff is an artist. Mm-hmm. So he's painting throughout oh, the... Wow. Week okay. so you know he'll just be doing live painting there, yeah. doing his thing. Um Yeah, and then you know d- during weekdays people come and, and they'll just chill and like you know have. And then the food obviously is, yeah. is one of our like you know really mm-hmm. good uh, I- I selling can def- points. Definitely well. testify to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know great, we yeah. we literally make everything like from scratch, fresh. Mm-hmm. Every you know even the spices are ground like in house. So our chef is like really passionate about it. Yeah. Um, and then I've I've um you know. Josh, who manages this place and, like, you know, is, is, like, my really good friend, he's very passionate about food as well. So it just, um, you know, they all, like, are always putting together something that that's, we always think about what, what to do best, yeah. like, you know, what yeah. to do next, uh-huh. what's nice, what's, like, you know, how can we give them, like, a better experience? Yeah. And we sort of formatted everything in that way that, you know, food gets out fresh, hot, piping, like, yeah. you know, in the best quality, sure, basically.
1: Sure. Now, goi- going back to... Uh, your idea of how you wanted or how you started KTM Rocks uh to tell us, us like about the initial start and what how it went through
0: yeah so initially when I, so I got the place and um obviously it was like an old man's pub basically okay. everything they had carpet that stunk to the heavens like it, it was like <laughs> Nothing I'd experienced before, I guess, in a way. But then I, I suppose you could like sometimes go to like very like rural clubs and you, you can get that smell mm-hmm. I took all the carpets off. They must have been there from like the 1900s or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we had to like refurbish the whole place and, you know, get like got built. And the whole thing was like I had a vision in my head, but I'm really bad at drawing and, and like, you know, I can't do any of that kind of stuff. But just expressing it and like, you know, making it, of I've got the vision, but actually putting mm-hmm. it down on for everybody to see what was a challenge in a way i guess but i don't know it sort of all came together thankfully um because you know the builders were like are you sure you want to do this (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then one of them actually said like please don't tell anyone that we did this like you know we made this because i was like telling him to like do like all sorts of things because i like my i think um katie office is like an eclectic sort of design with it's like you know shabby chic in a way vintage in a way but like it's all retro in a way Mm -hmm. and like rustic it just comes but in like with a modern twist to it as well because Mm -hmm. I needed some things to be like clean and then I just had like this vision of having different sections around where you know each part looked different from the other and it Mm -hmm. like you know Mm -hmm. Um, it just had like a different theme, but nobody could quite pinpoint what it was either, but just visually it looked nice.
2: Yep. And it um, didn't smell of old man anymore. Exactly. did really exactly. okay. okay. oh, From the
1: yeah. 1900s.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bottle that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, um, but yeah, it was backbreaking work because we personally, like, I've literally sanded like the whole t- the, like bar here with my own two oh, hands. Wow. So, you know, I mean, we've had some builders work, but then, you know, I've got fan- like family, friends, everybody involved. Like, it's it's a... It's a uh, you group know effort, a, yeah say, group yeah. effort. It's a it's a labor of love. It's the fruit of mm-hmm. like you know blood and sweat like, has
2: been dropped. Oh yeah,
0: blood, sweat, and tears literally. Because I even like um, when we opened the cellar door, it fell on my head basically. Oh, wow. So I had to and I was bleeding. So I had to go to the um, yeah emergency. So you're one
1: with the building then.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> different. Yeah. So I've, like literally, blood, sweat, and tears yeah. have been dropped. Like oh, you know, wow. <laughs> gone well, into I'll, this. How long
1: was the process in terms of uh, getting that done?
0: So uh, it took a month. We were oh, quite wow. quick, yeah, because okay. we didn't have a, a lot of time. Um, they've only given us a week um, of, of rent-free period. So after that, they were going to charge us like the full amount. And, oh, wow, okay. Um, so we were li- literally racing against time. Uh, but yeah, um, then uh, yeah, in the end, yeah, here here it is. Um, that's okay. what we've done.
2: So you're in, uh, <clears throat> let's say, Greater London, Fel- Felton, right? So yeah. why Felton?
0: and oh, well feltham actually um you can actually attribute that to my mum because she worked at Ashford Hospital and that's how we um ended up here okay. basically but and then uh, funnily enough, like you know in the beginning when we when we came here, we hardly ever saw Nepalese. Uh, or um, like nepali people at all and then um and it used to be like oh, to, to be and then you had to like go <laughs> yeah. up to them and you know and then afterwards it became so much more like oh nepali mm-hmm. okay. you know, it's it's uh it was like you know a lot a, a concentration of it um but you know it, i don't know it luckily this place open like was available and and you know it, it had the potential and i feel like yeah there's loads of nepalis around but like you know it, it is a way of there's there's loads of English people around here mm-hmm. as well. It's like a mixture. Uh it's mm-hmm. not very like, you know, it's a mix like a like like how, you know, I love that as well about London that it's so multicultural. Everybody, you know, can sort of do their own thing, like be themselves and like, you know, live their lives like homogeneously, like, you know, together. Mm-hmm. And and this was sort of like a melting pot in the sense that, you know, you had like different different but there was a mix of it. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, just one or two. And then um, and that's the other thing that when we opened uh, we wanted the food to be authentic. It Mm -hmm. had to taste like Nepali. Like it had, can't be Indian Nepali, can't be like, you know, this fusion of something. It had to taste like it tastes in Kathmandu or like, you know, something in that sense. So, uh, and, and we didn't want to whitewash it either. We didn't want it to make it like, oh, bland because, of oh, oh, you know, maybe.
2: Or uh, add loads know. of sugar, which is what they do in a lot of food, right? Mm-hmm. Thai I, food yeah. especially, yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, so yeah, no, definitely I could vouch for the food. I mean, a lot of feedback from a, a lot of my friends is, I think it's the open moment or whatever. They say yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: it is really. That was used to be one of my favorite uh, ones in mm-hmm. in Nepal, and then I was like, yeah, why, I remember why growing up with that as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was like, why is no one doing it here? Um, so yeah, I, I got together with a chef, and then you know uh, we sort of made it happen. But it was just the main point for us was like we didn't want to uh, adulterate the the taste. We didn't yeah. want to cater it to a certain audience, and and being like you know a new nepali restaurant in 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 sort of like london area where they haven't heard about like nepali Mm. food as much it was a risk we took but i think it was one of my pet peeves that every time i went to a nepali restaurant um, not every time but like you know something like um especially in the beginning when we didn't have so many nepali restaurants and i'm talking about like years and years ago it was um it was always like you know it tasted indian yeah it didn't taste
1: indian driven isn't
0: it yeah it it tasted yeah yeah. more indian food than than nepali food so one of
2: the reasons for that probably was because of um to have that safety net as well right Mm -hmm. because who knows nepal back in the days right and you're you're only as safe as the food you make right so indian it could be nepali but the main thing is it's indian right and the flavors the cooks everything yeah
0: yeah so we jumped Jumped without a safety net, basically. Jump ship, right? Yeah, we just jumped without a safety net because we just—I I just felt like we needed to be true to ourselves.
2: So, when you're doing this, uh, when you're starting this up, were you working full time as well, or?
0: So yeah, um, I was working full time. Um, I still am. And you still <laughs> I, are? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is uh,
2: amazing, right? So, yeah, tell us about it
0: um well yeah i was working in it um and then you know i opened this place up but i wasn't quite sure how it would work out like how it pan out in the sense i wasn't comfortable enough to like leave my job to like jump right into this and obviously i had a lot of help and support from my family and friends and uh, you know um they if if i don't think i would have been able to do Things like you know, have a full time job and actually, you mm-hmm. know, have like run KTM Ox as well. If I didn't have the support of like you know, my friends and family, um, who like work here as well, and and we, we like you know, I, I'd have to be here like full time, but it was just in the beginning, it was like a safety net thing, and then afterwards, I was like, um, you know, I just need to let. Because this is the thing where <laughs> in the beginning, I suppose, in a way, was, you know, I thought oh, if anyone had told me, okay, it'll take you five years for actually this business to become something. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, you'd have to like, I'd be like, no way, I'm not going to do this. Because I my thing, in my head, I was like, yeah, first year, maybe second year, we'll be like, you know, swimming through and, and you know, all of that. But so much involved. Um, mm-hmm. it's It's like, you know, okay, you've got a great product and everything, but then you need people to know about it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, we were a bit unlucky as well with this place where it used to be like the Red Lion and mm-hmm. oh, okay. it had such a bad reputation. And uh, no one, no wh- one would what was in. the
2: reputation of the Red Lion for oh. people who don't know?
0: <laughs> Apparently it used to be like this place that like, you know, there was like drugs and like fighting kind of and like, like, yeah, exactly. So this was
2: the Red Lion before? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. So before
0: we took over, it was a Red Lion and you know, no one, no no one respectable wanted to come in, okay. basically. And we, I keep hearing this story over and over again. So in the beginning, I think no one, so, because, yeah, we just literally started with, like, six customers uh-huh. because nobody wanted to come in here at all because it had such a bad reputation. And they all thought, like, it was the same, you know, mm-hmm. basically. And for people, to let let people know, no, actually, we're different. And, like, you know, things have changed. And not only that, like, it was in the beginning people trying it with us as well, like... Please, had to, like, please
2: leave your syringes behind this is not the red line <laughs> okay outside the door
0: if i had knew that i mean it was actually year two that i found out that you know this was oh, uh, really? yeah wow. yeah that they were talking about like uh, you know people doing drugs and stuff that's like that that's
2: insane wow and,
0: yeah because you hear it from like once you know people come really? in because when you open take the place over you don't even realize i think i it wasn't the place that um um i would come mm-hmm. to do to be honest um and i I think the only pl- time I'd been here was because when even though I'd lived in Feltham was when um the when we when we like I came to view it basically okay. but I think in that time is what well, the Felton was was a bit there was a bit of thing with like I think they, there wasn't a place where people felt multiculturally safe yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you know it, it was more like you know it, there was like a a, a racial kind of mm-hmm. thing as well in in like the pubs and stuff like that so and and again and there wasn't like a place in falton that i would want to go so this mm-hmm. was always all i felt like oh this is a gap in the market and that's you know mm-hmm. let's let's right, go for that right. um kind of thing but um yeah i so, learned I mean, it the hard it must way must have been
1: a big challenge right for you to kind of get rid of that stigma of what a red line was. took me
0: five years yeah. Five years. Wow. <laughs> took me five years um to get rid of that stigma definitely and um and again, now, like, you know, it's all word of mouth. People love it. And, like, and, and I'm surprised by how how many, like, people of, like, different sub- sort of races and everybody, like, you know, they, they love the food. And I'm so glad that um you know i went with the deci- to decision to like keep it authentic and because they love the flavors they've never tasted anything like it and they they always you know say like and, and they see our food with like the um the zura like the Beijing yeah. rice and everything and they're always like you know fascinated mm-hmm. by it and then i have to like explain to them how it's made and, and 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 they love it and um, are they
2: adventurous or do you recommend it or
0: yeah i mean i always ask them you know you know how adventurous are you because i'm gonna <laughs> you know when you put like a uh, butwa and stuff like that which is like the entrails and yeah, you know yeah, your stomach yeah. and everything it's, it's just like uh they're like Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i think um a lot of people have be- braved it and it's really put like you know um and and uh, santosha like doing masterchef and everything that's really and put that's like nepali food yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in the map so uh, now they they like you know recognize it in a way as well and i feel like us giving that authentic experience like just elevates that in a way yeah. that yeah. where you know people are actually tasting Nepali food So you're and getting a lot of,
1: uh, I guess, non-Nepali customers trying uh,
0: out. Yeah, yeah, a lot of ne- non-Nepali customers. What's their favorite? Uh, What's white
2: people's favorite?
0: I think um, maybe the momos. I mean, that's everybody's favorite, yeah. Yeah, yeah. isn't yeah, it? It's like Nepalese. Yeah. It's like the unoffic- uh, unofficial, like um, uh, national food, I think, yeah. in yeah, a way. Exactly. <laughs> Um, But, yeah, I love the momos as well. (laughs) I keep trying momos in different places, but I think I'm uh, not biased, I swear. They're really good. (laughs) Yeah, I would say,
1: especially open momos here are really good. Mm. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And then going back to opening this... uh, (laughs) Kitchen and bar. (laughs) Kitchen and bar, yeah. So what made you kind of venture into that as opposed to, as as you know, from the Nepalese diaspora that most Nepalese people in the past have opened a restaurant Rather than a kitchen and a bar, you know, you don't normally associate with the bar.
0: I think it's something that it's more out my personality, I guess, in a way, rather than what is is you know usual with Nepali Nepalese in general. I guess um, uh, for me, I, I wanted this place to be like elevated into a status where, like you know, people somewhere people want to go, like enjoy themselves, hang out, and this has always been the concept of where I I go. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's not something that it was particularly Nepalese or anything like that. It was more like driven from, from my personality, I guess. Okay. In a way.
1: And I mean, have you what are the I I guess challenges you face being a woman from, say, ethnic minority, you know? In a um, different culture, I guess.
0: I mean there there's Quite a few things that you face, I guess. Um, people not taking you seriously, I guess, is one of the first things. Like you having to, like maybe get their respect, I guess, in a way as well, because it's it's not a given. You have to earn it, basically. Uh, i feel like more uh, and as as p- people have worked with me and like known me and and i feel like you know it it's more forthcoming mm-hmm. rather than in the beginning that i felt like it was a bit more dismissive where they talk to like my my male counterparts rather than to me or like right. they they'd like seek decisions from them rather than me and they, or they they'd
2: treat d- you as a decision maker
0: not only that like sometimes they come in and they they'd um you know they would see me and and wouldn't believe i'm the owner <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> basically um Yeah, I've I've had a lot of those. And uh, and again, you deal with a lot of drunk people. You deal with people of all sorts, like, you know, all races. And sometimes you get these um, idiots, I guess, in a way as well, but who are quite like... And and I th- I think um, I've had it like maybe a few times where they're like racially abusive, mm-hmm. wow. and and mm-hmm. I think I've that that was my first like here was one of the first experiences I had of racial abuse oh, I think wow. um, that was like so direct and like so you know mm-hmm. like obviously they're just like si- saying it to me rather than before maybe it was like subtle more more subtle yeah. undertones of it yeah. rather than you know someone just saying it in my face and like walking away, and and it, it was quite distressful for me I guess in a way. And then now, like, it, it does give me that, like, if I see someone who's slightly drunk or like, you know, something, it gives me, it just triggers that in me oh, as well, okay. where I'm like, what? okay, you're not coming in, <laughs> basically, because, <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't want to deal with this space. But I think it comes with the experiences as well. And uh, uh, again, um, it, it's just, I, I guess, just life in general. But yeah, you you get you get all of those things basically and and it's it's i suppose you know ingrained in society in a way
2: Great. so um sandy you were calling this a pub right but now you've cleared that misconception yeah. it's a bar but did you have any industry uh did you have any industry knowledge prior like you know with pubs and bars you know the uh logistics cuz here's a fascinating thing in the UK a lot of these you know these small pubs and uh, pubs bars whatever they're being priced out by big, you know, big chains such as Weatherspoons and all that for, you know, and that's affecting local businesses. So, a, I guess, is did you did you know what kind of what you're going to experience going into this, and how do you feel with, with in
0: terms of uh, this, uh, you
2: know, the big chains and how they compete and the prices they get?
0: Um, you know what, we can't com- compete with big chains at all. Um, that's not. That is literally not our market because mm. I can't c- compete with Nando's down the road or even JD Weatherspoons because they they get cut price drinks yeah. and, and you know, it's like two, two quid for a pint or mm. something s- stupid because they can like buy, buy, you know, barrels and barrels of, you know, they've got a mass market basically. Yeah. And we don't. So, you know, we keep our prices at what is reasonable for us or in that sense, but... Again, we're different than them. Like you know, Weatherspoon doesn't have like, music. Le- Weatherspoon, or like you know, they, they don't have all of these interior design or like you know, comfort like a garden and and you know all of those features in there. They don't have like the food and and it it's all comes in together. Where you're trying to be an individual, you've got mm-hmm. a personality, right? And and that's what shows in like small businesses. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's not. Uh, one-size-fits-all, no, yeah, generic. Th- I guess it's generic. The, it's
2: eccentricity of, as well, right? The yeah. kind of vibe you want to put out. But uh, yeah, the, the point being was just, you know, like these big chains have like, you know, pushed out a lot of people because of their prices, you can't compete. But I guess you need a personality. So did you have any prior in, I- experience in this, you know, industry? Let's say the restaurant industry or the pub industry? Or I
0: mean, I have worked in hospitality mm-hmm. um, prior to this. Um, I, I have a degree as well. Uh, but I think the on-the-job experience is probably what will uh, literally um, get to. I mean, unless you do it, it it's all just theory. Um, and, and, you know, and obviously what you study never works. Like, mm-hmm. that's what's, you know, in an ideal world, this is how it should be. And, but it never is because you will get, like, you know, things coming from all sides, basically. I mean, I, I, like I said, I opened this place, never knew I had this reputation that was so bad that was going to, you know, yeah. set me back like to so this many years. I've got neighbors who are complaining about noise and, you know, never thought that would be another issue. Like, you know, working with licensing, you know, officers, drunk and people, drunk people and, you know, all sorts like, you know, aggressive behavior. Like, you know, I usually. And that's should, just on a
2: Monday. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, throughout the thing, and 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 I'm the person that will go in front and deal with all of that. And another thing, I think, yes, as a woman, I feel like I, I don't want like my my fr- like my friends or my like you know to get hurt. And I feel like men men like are more combative if if mm-hmm. like you know they they are um, I suppose pursued in a way. But yeah, this is what like you know I'm basically the bouncer here. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many hats that you need yeah. to wear, and like you know, you, there's so many things, there's so many challenges that you need to think about. But yeah, um, I think I was a bit naive when I started in, and and I thought, oh yeah, you know, I've 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 read all about it, like I have a bit of experience, but actually going into the nitty gritty of it and owning a place is. is, is, you know, very different and it is very stressful at times and, like, you know, a lot on it as well. There's a lot of riding on it because it's your, you know, your little baby, I guess, in a way. You
2: have ownership to it. You know, you said it took five years. Does that mean five years to go into the green or does that, what what does your five years mean? Yeah,
0: it was, yeah to go into the green, basically, to actually, you know, establish yourself and actually make something. So, yeah, it, it takes a lot of effort and patience and you know, so much that you need to think about that you probably wouldn't have thought about in the beginning. You need a mentality
2: as well because some Mm. people wouldn't hang around for five years, would they? Yeah, exactly.
0: No, no. And I think, I mean, I suppose, I don't know if it was hanging around or not. It was just like, I don't even know where these five years went. Sorry.
2: <laughs> so hanging around is not the work. You weren't hanging around. You <laughs> were working, right? You were working your ass off, right?
0: Sorry. Hanging around. probably, yeah. right? No, yeah. Hanging, <laughs> h- hanging on to it, maybe. Yeah, in <laughs> a way. But it was just like, you know, it just like, I, I didn't even realize it was like year five. But then we, I suppose two years of COVID as well. So you can't like count it as like we did open for like five years or like we COVID doesn't
2: technically count because you know, like yeah. So three years. Yeah, three, mm-hmm. years. Three, right. <laughs> three years, right. three exactly. years. That's been three really, years, I so, haven't
0: lost two years of my life.
2: <laughs> so you're working in IT, right? So what would you say is your side hustle? Then is it the restaurant or is it your job? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
0: better <we're> not say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in case anyone's listening, but you know, bosses and everyone, will, will they be listening to a Nepali specific you know,
0: webcast? I, I mean, podcast. Uh, the, well, yeah. Um yeah uh, I think yeah my, my job <laughs> might be my side hustle. Where do you work again? <laughs> <laughs> no no I mean it, the thing with with my job is that it, it's 9 to 5 and it that's it. I don't yeah. go any further like you know there's no extra overtime no nothing of that sort. So, you know, after that, my time is is for KTM Rox, basically. M- before that, when I sleep, when I wake, like literally, this is what I eat, sleep, li- live, breathe KTM Rocks. So anyway. you're pretty much
1: working seven days, 24 hours. Um, 24 I
0: take a Sunday off. off. Oh, okay. So six That's days. That's why we're yes. doing a podcast on <laughs> a Sunday, right? Yeah. So you
2: have a hardworking ethic, really, because right now, as you've described it, you know, like uh, Sandy said as well, you're working six days a week and, you know, you go to one office, then you're clocking out and then you go into another one right yeah, so yeah. that it just actually uh, also illustrates that hard work can get you you know somewhere you know
0: yeah it is a lot of hard work i mean it's not if you're afraid of hard work you know you might as well just give up because you know you need so much of of yourself in it like you mm-hmm. know not just physically but mentally like emotionally you know it's just up and down up and down all the time and um, there's so much, you know, heart that goes into yeah. it. So, and you know, it, it's just, um, yeah. If you think it's a easy, you know, sort of ride, then it's not. I've learned it the hard no way. way. I
1: <laughs> Going back to uh, you mentioned COVID earlier. I mean, how did you survive really during the COVID period? What two years, three years now?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, uh, I we closed completely. To be oh, honest, okay. yeah, we we closed, um, and um, the staff were in furlough basically. Uh, for the whole time and that that really helped us because at least you know they had a job going and and you know they, they had a job to come back to mm-hmm. and and that really saved us to be honest in a way because only that like you know because again but then we still and, and our landlord helped a lot oh, okay. as well That's in good. that sense because they they uh, lowered the rent mm-hmm. but there was still stuff that was still paying and you know there were bills to go back so we sort of survived it <laughs> i think that that's the word for it because and then as soon as we opened though um because we've got like a massive garden and then you know it's all lit up and beautiful and then there was a time when it was only uh, um you only opened uh outside yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so and we were packed oh, during really? that time yeah people wanted to be you know after you've been cooped up for like mm-hmm. three four months and you know, you finally get to come out. It was just like prison break, basically. Yeah, yeah, true. Prison I, I, was, well. I was one of
2: them that came here because I ate out, eat out to help out. Oh, you see? oh yeah. My that. stomach was involved in yeah. the uh, helping of your restaurant. At oh, okay, that time. thank you. Really? I'll
0: thank your stomach as well. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Yeah, it was crazy after, after that. But then it was a brief period. It was like two, three months or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And then obviously, uh, then everybody opened and then it's sort of like plateau. Okay. yeah,
2: it was surreal back mm. then, wasn't it? And then you also have this thing in the back of your head about you know the sanitization and everything when oh, you yeah. go to the yeah. toilet or whatever everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah, it used to be
0: case- like we had sanit, well, still we still have them, like we've left them to it, but we had to have them at every point, and we've kept it. And I feel like it actually isn't a bad idea. Like I've actually realized since this COVID that you actually don't have to have the cold or the flu or anything at all if you stay away from people, (laughs) like (laughs) literally and, and, you know, take care of your hygiene, that's it, uh, you know. Because I didn't, I used to get it like every three or four months. Because obviously, I'm around so many people. Two years of it, I didn't get any cold at all. Like you know, even if you have a cold, I think if you just put a mask on, you know, be the altruistic thing Mm -hmm. to do is maybe uh, this lesson you learn forward from this is that common cold doesn't need to be common; it can be very uncommon. (laughs) Oh yeah. Let's go back all the way to the beginning. In
1: terms of structure, how how does the pub run? Because do do you come
0: and actually run the pub,
1: or do you just oversee it? So, uh, it's a sorry, bar not a pub. It's yeah. a bar and kitchen.
2: Sorry. <laughs> we, we have yeah. to have a, not a swear jar, but him calling this place <laughs> a pub. <laughs> no, yeah. no.
0: I think because the structure is, you know, it is a pub. It looks like a pub. Mm-hmm. And because it's a grade two listed building, it's nothing I can do about the exterior at all. So uh, it has to say it is, and you know, it needs to be saying looking like a pub. But obviously internally there's nothing wrong with being a puppy that to be honest but it's just like how we identify yourself you know ourselves as and 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 that is um I suppose you know we identify as something different that's mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. all it is so what was structure it structure, the structure yes. yeah um oh the structure how it works well so um <laughs> how in the beginning so um you know I was looking for staff and everything and then I, I couldn't find any at, at that time and and you know we're going through this interview process and we're about to like, I had a month to get mm-hmm. oh, my yeah, act together, remember, yeah. basically build this whole place, get staff, like you know, get everything in place to open in a month, and then I um one of my friends that who used to work in IT with me. He'd like left there and then he was like doing all of his soul searching and like going around India and my, like, you know, in his um, motorbike and up and down, like, yeah, south, north, whatever. And and Josh, yeah, who you, yeah. I think everybody knows uh, in Caten Rock. So, um, yeah, and then he was back and then I was like, you know. Do you wanna do to mm, Do, do you wanna join me and like you know help me out and and you know like, shall until like you know I find someone else and it was supposed to be like a temp thing mm-hmm. and then uh, here we are like five, five years, years later road, yeah. yeah and and he's he's like you know he's the backbone of, of this place uh, you know. And then, um, obviously, all of my my friends and my family, we were all, like, you know, I'd, like, get another friend to do, like, one of the shifts here. Get another friend to, like, do a family members yeah. Like, all of them, they were, like, behind the bar and, like, you know, doing all sorts. So, it's it just, um, and, and I think this is why we've sort of kept this, even once, once we had, like, external people coming in as well, that we just had, like this friendship going on mm-hmm. with with everybody and that feeling of like family and, and friends. Um, and and we're, again, at the end of the day, you know, you want to go to work and have a good time as well. In, work needs to feel not like work. It needs yeah. to be like you enjoying doing something and you're having a good time and you can have making making people have a good time yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, you know, in that whole sense. So, yeah, I, I guess. Um, so stru- so then structurally in that sense, like they, they'll like be doing the afternoon shift and then I'll come in in the evening. I do all the background work basically of of like you know the vision and like how we're going to work towards it and the strategy and like all of these things and It um, must be
2: stressful being your friend because you know if you go hey, how are you? Do you want to work on Wednesday? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we do that. Like, I'm always like, it's no, hey, how are you? Like, it's just like, you're working. <laughs> you're doing this. Oh, you yeah, <laughs> like, there's, there's, no, there's no, hey, hello anymore for us. Right. <laughs> um, but it's it's just that we have like such a good understanding yeah. with yeah. each other. And we all know that, you know, we'd never have like, you know, any, never think anything badly towards each other at all. Like, you know, never have any kind of misunderstanding about your intentions of, of, of the other, I guess. The trust that we have mm. in each other is probably, what's said of made us so strong in a, in a way as well. It really helped. I've been lucky. I mean, I'm, I've been lucky um, that I've been blessed with all of these, you know, people in my life that have like helped me along mm-hmm. um, to, to to get till here, to be honest.
2: Um. <laughs> right. So you, you also, uh, when you started this place, I guess one question that does, everyone would be thinking is, you probably saved a lot of money, you took out some loans, or what was the, financially, how did you do it?
0: Um, to be honest, um, so um, <laughs> financially how we did it was like, it's about bar- bank of mom and dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Um, bank of mom and dad, like my mom obviously helped me a lot. Um, and w- we actually had a house um, that we bought together. Mm-hmm. And then obviously I was paying the mortgage on it as well. So oh, I there is bank of mom and dad and there's a contribution of myself as well in that sense. And then we sold that, but we weren't able to buy another place. So we had that money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just invested in, in, in like some of it in here basically mm-hmm. okay and so and you put the, your house on it put my house on yeah, it yeah, yeah that's it yeah definitely wow.
2: <laughs> that's, yeah so you, you the risk there were risks that you took yeah
0: there's a big huge risk like you know i th- i think when people see me and i'm just like you know a, a bit howling <laughs> <laughs> and and then i think yeah, they they think like you know like i don't have the metal basically right. Um, but I think you know people have changed their opinion about yeah. me which mm-hmm. is um, which is you know quite funny because it wasn't you know it was something that I, I'm like it was a big risk for me and I was working for I'm still working full time and trying to do this as well uh, and like you know try to grow it and like you know put all this and, and I you know 18 hour days is just like normal for me yeah. like now mm. so um, yeah and, and it's a lot of hard work and everything so but then I don't I don't forget to have fun either. Yeah. Like, you know, that's the whole thing, you know, work hard, play hard. No, that's yeah. that's my kind of um thing of life is is that I want to grow something successful, but I don't want to lose myself in it either, where I like, you know, I am still sociable. I'm still me- like my friends and like, you know, they all mean to a lot to me and I hang out with them all the time and, and do all of these. And it's been easier actually to do that because everybody comes here, so mm-hmm. I don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> they'll just come to me. So it's a bit more easier that way as well. But yeah, it, there's a lot that you need to, to put into it. And, and when it all comes together, I think, and who knows where I'm going to be like, you know, in, in the next five years, but...
1: So, so what, is, what is the plan for the next five years or more more more, more, more KTM Rocks around the city?
0: Um, we do want to, yeah, definitely, you know, try and expand and then see um, where, like, you know, the, because I think the one thing we sort of learn from this whole experience is location 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 location, location exactly. in, in, in terms of not just um like you know being on the high street or being on a prime uh, position it's more about like who are your neighbors like where do you want to like you know situate, what kind of place do you want to be because if you want to have a little bit of nightlife then obviously you need it to be in a more secluded kind of place because we I right on the high street like with like so many houses around us it's been harder for us and then um, and, I, and I know we have like Lowe's Nepalese, you know, the youngsters, they want to go till later, but they need to behave as well. For, that's the other thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, one of the funny things about like, uh, like, like Nepali customers that I have is like, you have like any like English, Polish, like, you know, that kind of night. And they'll be like, oh, goodbye, you know, I oh, see you next time. We're close. Bye. And they'll be like, gone. Vanished. like you won't see a trace of them and in are party they'll be like outside talking to their friends smoking, mm. having a chat and you're just like go home <laughs> please <Yeah>. go home <laughs> no but yeah and then yeah there's also but it's so hard to let you know make them go home which is really funny but i suppose you know they have a lot to talk about <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah so um well you would uh you're talking about five years right and then oh, yeah. uh, the five year future plan but uh will there will you be uh, just doing one job in the future is there a plan or are you still going to continue to do two or
0: no no i mean i will if if we open more places Then there's only one of me (laughs) so um yeah it will have to be eventually if that does happen then yeah which is a good thing right so yeah yeah. i'm yeah i know it it is a very good thing because i think i need some time like you know it's been five years i need some time to like sort of heal myself as well like mentally (laughs) emotionally like you know all of these um years that you know have gone in and like you know i feel like i just need a little time to recoup now Mm -hmm. in that sense so not not only like you know i want and so that i can come out with like full energy and like you know pushing forward Uh,
2: so uh technology has played a big part in a lot of businesses it's disrupted the normal business function so you know you got these um delivery like uber eats and you got deliveroo and everything like that and now you've even got concepts like you know ghost kitchens where people just prepare food and it's they don't have a storefront per se and they're delivering things how has technology helped ktm rocks and how has it been part of your business
0: I mean, to be honest, ghost kitchens, we'd really think like they're called dark kitchens, yeah. actually. And um, we did really think about that as well. Like, you know, maybe having something like that in London or, yeah. um, you know, it's just so that we could like sort of sp- expand the name and like, mm-hmm. you know, like move it forward in that sense where, was, you know, in, in, in like sort of central central London and, and further apart. But I think um, w- as we were doing that, we just felt like we wanted like a, a new place rather than a dark kitchen. But in terms of technology, for us, like Uber Eats and and, and all of these things, I I feel like uh, people are getting more into it. But then they're willing to pay a lot more to sit for the privilege of like you know Uh staying home and like Uh not being having to go out and 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 that's escalated you know this whole thing with uber eats and everything um it might be a good thing in a way but i i don't know i feel like it hinders from the experience though of of actually going out like dressing up and eating and like you know having that that sort of
2: yeah is that a big part of your business though in terms of percentages or no no no
0: No. Um, okay yeah it's it's not um for i think for us uh, the funny thing that's happened is like deliveries have never been like a big part of it wow, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, cool. it's been actually customers coming in nice. and, and um in passing yeah. It? yeah it's all about the experience okay. to be honest this it feels like that because obviously they love the food and, right. and we know that and they could have easily just got it from any of these um um you know um sites but we we don't do like a big margin like like a big you know uh, percentage um of deliveries mm-hmm. um it, so it's, it's
2: not the life lifeblood or anything it's just it's good if it's there yeah, yeah it's added bonus yeah, but yeah. yeah. and Which that's one cool. of the reasons
0: mm-hmm. why we didn't open in covid either because takeaway has never been like our our yeah. main our yeah. main thing so um it, it didn't make sense for us to open because it wouldn't even cover the you know the chef's mm-hmm. you know oh, wages wow, basically yeah. in a way
1: mm-hmm. i mean just touching back and I, I know you mentioned your family earlier who's Who's been the biggest influence, I guess, in your life or in your career? (laughs) In my career. (laughs) Or even this, let's talk about KTM Rocks.
0: Yeah, I think, I'll say my Mm mum. I'll say my mum, why, you know? (laughs) For the opposite reason, because my mum has always been like, oh, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it, girl. Girl, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. (laughs) And I'm just like, "Ah, done it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just that because... um, it's not like you know it's not because she's discouraging me or anything she wants me to have a comfortable life she wants me not to do 18 hour days she wants me not to have two jobs and like you know taking all this stress on and like you know physically drain mentally drain like all of these things she wants me to have a cushy life that's that's Mm -hmm. that's why she's like don't do it and um but then it's 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 just like you know, um, and I've always been like, no, no, I'm I'm doing, it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, this is what I want to do in my life. I want to like you know, I've always been very ambitious, you know, and and I think um, it's it's just like she when she ever she says like, oh, don't do it, and I'm just like, no, no, I need to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think maybe I even go more forward, but it, it's just like um, funny that yeah, she she sort of drives me in a way, I guess by you know trying to give me an easy life, and I'm like, no. I don't want the easy life. Give me a hard one, which I'm probably <laughs> reverse psychology working, I guess.
2: <laughs> That's cool. So um, your your mom definitely inspires you. Is there any other, like, uh, you know, generally any inspiration for you from anyone? Any?
0: I mean, I think my inspiration in, in, in my life, rather than coming from a, a certain person or anything is for me, my life, to live an independent life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to live some, you know, with respect, with dignity, to live where no one, you know, can, I suppose, you know, dominate me in a way or mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not looking to, towards someone else, mm-hmm. you know, for anything. And, and I think this is independence you know and and you know again, s- stability later in life as well i guess in a way but for me the main thing in life is yes yeah, stability respect dignity uh all of these things that i want to own on my own my t- own two feet and um that's probably one of the main drives in in me that's you know that pushes me forward yeah. basically is is i want an independent life you know N- with no one you know telling me anything and well, not telling me not in that sense but just you know I'm not reliant on anyone basically right. yeah. yeah
2: cool cool so um we have our signature question that we sent yep.
1: yes we do so what vegetable <coughs> or tarkari, I'd say do you like with your dalbath <laughs> Tarkari.
0: Meat? meat as well or tar anything? Uh, tarkari. What, what would you want what, what
1: do you prefer with your dalbath
0: <laughs> my favorite is banta. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Aubergine. I, I love my mom's aubergine. And dum. My mom's dum. Okay. We put it actually on the menu oh, as well. It mean, is like yeah.
1: mom's homemade. Yeah, menu? yeah,
0: yeah. They've called it Auntie's dum, but it should be amma's alu. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, I love her dum. It's so nice. Um, the a cool
2: name for aunt, uh, Auntie Salda. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's very authentic.
0: It's authentic family you, you, <laughs> recipe. Because you've
1: got Aunt Bessie's potatoes or something. Oh, weird, so
0: you okay. Can have <laughs> yeah,
2: Amas. Yeah, all yeah. of them. You can have Amas atar as well. Yeah. Oh right?
0: yeah, I think Gagan, I'm um, like our chef. He yeah. probably has all of his mum's recipes, like you oh, know, yeah. all, all like put in, Every time we taste something, like mm, where is <laughs> this? <laughs>
2: So your chef is Nepali, so we can confirm it's authentic now. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Just uh, one last question uh, for those who have not been to KTM Rocks, I guess. Why would they want to come here?
0: Uh, after the whole <laughs> podcast, <laughs> I think Oh, <laughs> uh, is there anything left to say? But yeah, no. I mean, if you want, you know, to come somewhere, you know, feel safe, um, you know, um, feel feel like you know you're part of something. You feel like you know you've got this vibe going. Um, and and have delicious food and and you know a nice nice aesthetics you know chill beer garden like summer's coming around it's live it's music as well live right? music yeah exactly it's like the whole package it's just from a day and night transition you can you can just come and just never leave <laughs> no but you have to leave the night, night. Yeah, like, yeah obviously I will be telling be like, don't, please. don't stick please. around trying yeah. chat bro. yeah exactly mm. <laughs> please our neighbours are very very um, you know they're they're unfaltering
2: well okay thanks it's been yeah. great talking to you Thank and you. hearing your story I, I'm, I, I, I think uh, hopefully it's inspired a lot of people Mm-hmm. Um, and I will be coming back here soon for some more. Oh, yeah, warm- definitely, ones yeah. And Auntie's <laughs> Aldam. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Auntie's Aldam. Right. Bomb. <laughs> All right. Thank you so Cheers. much. Cheers. Thanks, Muneera. Okay, okay. Thank you, you for having Bye. me. All right.
0: Cheers.